Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially the one. Stories just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose.
my, my crew, good friends here at, in the Atlanta area, I want to say shout out to you. Also, um, also happy birthday to Terry Card, Bianca McLennan, Felicia Walker. I just found out today that it was your birthday. I'm sorry I missed your event, but happy birthday, sweetie. And I also just found out that it's my boy Bunty's birthday uh, this month. So happy birthday to him as well. Another good friend, a uh, close friend I grew up with out of the D.C. area, Ivory Milan. Happy birthday to you, sweetie. And also happy birthday to my great nephew who's celebrating his first birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Divine Avery. So everybody from Love, Aries Nation, if I missed you, I'm still sending you a happy birthday wish. Enjoy your birthday season. Shout out to all the people who celebrated Easter this weekend. It was Good Friday yesterday, and then um, I know you're probably getting your hair done and, and church coats on and getting them all ready to celebrate um, or to participate in church tomorrow. So happy Easter to those people who are celebrating this resurrection awesome weekend. All right, it's your last chance, last chance, last chance. Don't forget, text 470-289-6562. Win $25 giveaway. When you text that number, type CTWS for that gift card, which we're going to announce. And we're either going to forward the gift card or cash at you, and you'll get those instructions from our um, producer. So just text that number, and you'll have instructions as to what to do to collect your winnings. All right. So I told y'all I have a new coffee maker this morning, and um, it's a little strong. i got to work with it. Um, it has these fancy features. Um, I've been playing with it this morning, having different variety of, of flavors and brands of coffee. And um, so I'm not doing my caramel macchiato this morning. I am enjoying uh, a nice hot cup of uh, berries. Right, so I'm going to and, and it's pretty good. So text me, let me know what you're sipping on, how you're enjoying your Saturday with joy. Now, last week, y'all, we started our show talking about the change with the seasons, right? So the theme of that show was explaining why we struggle with change. I mean, it was an amazing show. We had Tim Wilson. Um, on the on the air with us, and, and she was just awesome, full of energy, bubbly, fun, um, very funny. I had a great conversation with her, Brandon and I, and uh, we talked about the change management process. There were some great takeaways. If you have not heard that show, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. And so one of the, the takeaways that, that I, I took from that was um, we, we talked about the process of moving on and, and letting go. And one of the things that uh, I walked away with that you cannot change what you don't understand. And, and, you know, sometimes we get frustrated with people not making changes either when we think they should or when we want them to. So that was a great takeaway for me because it reminded me that sometimes people don't understand what I see in them or what we may see in them and we may be frustrated with their process of change. So that whole discussion about change management, the process of understanding was awesome, awesome. So go back and listen to the show or, and share that with other people who, who may be uh, on two different places and have a problem communicating 
or interacting with each other. So, again, you cannot change what you don't understand. Powerful, right? Powerful. And so in that whole segment, we focus on controlling ourselves, right, the inner being in, in us. And, and through that came some discussion that we hung out on Facebook Live a bit talking about that. And what came up for Brandon and I was this whole element of forgiveness, that sometimes the frustration or the anger or the disappointment comes out of forgiving either ourselves or the other person. And it was pretty interesting. It got heated. It, it got heated such that I had another person to hang out in the cafe with me in Brandon's absence. He, he can't be with us this morning, but he will be tuning in. He better be. He knows he better be. But um, in that, uh, we're going to talk about that whole element of forgiveness because I believe that there are certain behaviors in us as people that shout that we should forgive others or should be forgiven. And, and we're going to talk about that. I think last week I learned that I was in some places that I was not forgiving. Um, Brandon clearly admitted that, you know, there's certain things that he's not going to forgive people on. And we can, I have a person in, in the cafe who's going to talk to us about that whole element of forgiveness. So I want you guys to chime in, listen in, tune in, definitely share this. But if you have a different opinion or you want your comments to be heard, I always encourage you to dial in 347-855-8743. Press 1, we'll get you a cue, and try to get your comments on the air. If you are tuning in by Facebook Live, please type in your comments, and we'll try to share those as well. But definitely, this, this show is about us communicating, us sharing experiences, so you are a part of the show. So do feel that this um, <laughs> invitation is for you and about you. So definitely dial in to join the show. So without further delay, I have someone waiting to you. So let me bring on our guest in the cafe, Laura Louise. Good morning, Laura. How are you? I'm just wonderful. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on the show and talk about the very important topic of forgiveness. Mm. You know, Lord, you, you come on with, with a blast about that, with a certain element of, of energy. And, um, and, and that's good because generally when we think about forgiveness, it's sad in us because we feel that most of the time we're losing something when we forgive. So it's this element of you know, our tone generally change when we talk about forgiving someone. And it's almost like we feel forced to do so. So I, I'm excited that, that you come on the show <laughs> with the word forgiveness. I am excited. Yeah. Yes, there is such a blessing on the other side of forgiveness. You're right. People think that they're giving something up because it's unknown, right? They don't know what's on the other side of forgiveness. And I've been there and I can share my story that there is beauty, there is healing, there is a whole different you waiting for you on the other side of forgiveness. So I'm excited to share some of the tips to help you get there. So let me ask you this. Before we talk about the tips to help us get there, what what are some signs in behavior that we may think that a person um, should be forgiven? Like, I, I have a few people 
that, that I have issues with, and, and, and we see things totally different, and I don't think we have arrived at a place of forgiveness. So how, how would I know within myself that I probably need to forgive someone about the situation that we've quarreled over? That is a great question, and a lot of people look externally, right? A lot of people think externally what's going on, um, and they look for signs of what they're doing. But the truth of the matter is, if you're feeling a certain kind of way, if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling stress, if you're feeling discouragement, any of those things, those are triggers for deep things within ourselves that we need to actually work through first. So let's say, for example, you know, the father that – I don't know, didn't go to your baseball games as a child, and now you feel abandoned in a sense because he never showed up. That will carry with you through adulthood, and there will be triggers that will happen to stimulate that abandonment issue, and that's where your stress and your anxiety and your unforgiveness really comes from because it starts with us. Oh, okay, okay. Now, when you say um, abandonment, and I think everyone can probably relate to this, because if it hasn't been a parent, it, it could have been a loved one or, or ex or someone has caused us to, to feel that way. Now, we have been told, and I know I've been told things too about my childhood, how I carry it into relationships or how I may even exhibit certain characteristics in parenting my own children that they linger on um, from that. So you said that if I had an issue with abandonment, um, I would be stressed, um, anxious, or angry when it comes to dealing with other incidents of, of abandonment in my life? Yes, because what it's doing is because you haven't worked through that, these are triggers that will continue to show up in your lifetime through work, through relationships, through whatever it is you're doing. So when that trigger of abandonment gets pulled, that's where you feel a certain kind of way, you know, and a lot of times we're we're projecting it to that particular person who's in front of us at the moment. But the truth of the matter is until we fully heal from our, our wounds, we're continuing to carry those and there are triggers that are triggering them throughout our lifetime. So it is so important to go back and heal those wounds and it starts with our thoughts. Our thoughts. Our thoughts. Okay, so let's talk about that. What what would I be thinking as I'm dealing with that? So what, what thoughts would I have? So the thoughts think? that you have, people have all these, you know, loops of all kinds of things, right? People's thoughts are so rampant and so out of control that literally people have hundreds of thousands of thoughts in any given day. Now, the thing is, the more times around their forgiveness journey, they talk about the negative thought loop, right? And whatever it looks like, I'm not good enough, um, you know, why would I get that promotion? Whatever it is, right? It's this negative loop of why you're not good enough. And what we have to do is we have to command our thoughts and take control of our mind by either doing a couple of things. And there's two different ways that I do this, depending on who you are and what, what resonates with you. You can either say, these th- are these thoughts mine, yours, or God's? Okay, so that's one. Or you can just simply say, is this a healthy or an unhealthy thought? 
Whenever you're having thoughts that are unhealthy or about somebody else, you need to let them go. And in order to change the negative thoughts, you need to replace them with positive thoughts. Instead of saying, I was abandoned as a child, we would say, I am loved, I am powerful, I am connected, whatever it is, right? You have to change your thoughts with intent. And when you intentionally change your thoughts, it will start to change. You will have less and less negative thoughts the more that you command your mind. Okay, okay. So we're going to replace those thoughts. It's very important. You have to replace, yes, you must replace the negative thoughts with healthy thoughts, positive thoughts, loving thoughts. Now, that's easier said than done, right? That's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. That's easier said than done. How would someone, um, so we know that. We know tell our things these positive things. Sometimes we even get on social media and tell our things these positive, <laughs> tell ourselves these, these positive things, right, to the world um, to help us to change our mindset, change our mindset, change our mindset. I get that. So what would be the second thing? Um, another thing to get on the right track would be self-love, Right. So in order to love somebody else, we oftentimes beat ourselves up, put ourselves last. We deplete ourselves for the benefit of everybody else in the world, whether it's our job, our family, school, work, whatever. And in a world where stress and burnout and loneliness is running rampant, it's no wonder that people who that neglect themselves suffer from these types of things. And self-love is really, it's very simple. It's literally doing things for yourself that bring you joy on a daily basis. And it could be as simple as, like you're talking about this morning, what kind of coffee brings you joy? Not the regular everyday coffee. What special coffee would bring you a smile? Taking a bubble bath, you know, whatever it is. That's because we have so many variations of people in the audience today, but something that brings you joy that that really helps you just relieve stress. It helps you just love on yourself. You're putting yourself first because, after all, you're the most important person in your life. And it is so important to love yourself. Even telling yourself before you get out of bed in the morning, I love myself. I am beautiful. I am going to have a great day. Something as simple as that will change your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, I, when we talked off the air, you mentioned um, this, this um, I guess it would be this practice or this exercise that one could use that you referred to as the mirror. So I want us to yeah. talk about that after we some break. So we're going to take a quick break right now. we got to pay the bills. So we're going to do a quick announcement um, about paying the bills, and then we'll come back and announce who our winner is for our sweepstakes. All right, so y'all hang out with us for one second, and I'll be right back.
Good morning. Good morning. Hello. 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 Wow. This is a special day. Thank you. I love Coffee Talk with Soy. Great. Thank you so much. Happy Easter. Happy everything. Happy everything. So, so Tracy, tell us, what are you going to do with this $25 gift certificate that you're going to get? Oh, who knows? I may go get a little, you know, massage somewhere, you know, do do something for me, spend some me time, pamper me. That's what I'll do. I have to think about it. But, you know, there's a lot to think about. So it's um it's a good thing, and I'm I'm really happy and appreciative. Thank you so much. Well, who knew you would win? Who knew you you would win? Who knew? <laughs> I know that's funny. I haven't won something in a long time, and actually, when I do, you know, uh, participate in a sweepstakes or something, I never have an expectation. I don't even uh, play lotto because I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna win. So I'm really surprised, and it just this made my day. I have a big smile on my face, so it's it's sweet. Thank you. I, I appreciate you participating and just hang out. Um, don't hang up. Stay on the line. The um, one of the show techs is going to get information to find out how you want us to send this with the gift card or um, by cash app. Stay on. My dog is happy. I know. I heard that. Her dog is excited too. She's going to take him with her to be pampered. So, Louise, Louise. Yes, I am here. You're here. So what do you think about that sweet steak, right? What do you think about that? I think it is beautiful, and I love the fact she said she was going to go get a massage, especially after we just talked about self-love. She is actually going to go love on herself, and I am just pleased that you are able to gift her in a way that she can just pour into herself. I think it is beautiful. Yeah, it's nice to be able to, to to give back, and you know, I, I'm a person that is very. Um, I love to surprise people. I love to catch them off guard, <laughs> and 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 to do something uh, nice for them just to see joy. So I, I, that's a kid in me, and I kind of get really excited about stuff like that. So I'm I'm happy as well. I'm happy as well. So before before we broke, we, we we talked about. I began sharing um, something that you shared with me, and and I thought it was so phenomenal that I want it to be heard on the air. And which we we talked about this mirror practice that you spoke that you did with some of your clients. Share with us what what that is and how that works um, for us. Yes, so the mirror practice, you know, so many of us, you know, we're in a busy life and we look in the mirror every day, but we never look at ourselves. We never stand in the mirror and literally talk to ourselves and talk over our pain or our day or our joy. And the mirror practice is really an opportunity to slow down 
and have some intimate time with yourself in the eye and start a conversation. And the very first time I ever did this, I started with simply just talking. And before I knew it, my talking turned into praying. And then my praying turned into crying. And then I cried for like 20 minutes, just releasing all of this hurt and shame and disappointment, looking at myself and realizing and recognizing that I'd been carrying this and that it was okay to let it go. And so when you start a mirror practice, you know, the first couple of times you may do it for 20, 30 minutes because as you start talking and you start saying the things that you've never said out loud or that you don't want to say out loud, words have power. And it is so important that when you're standing in the mirror, you're speaking it out loud so you can hear it. And the words that you're saying, they have meaning, they have vibration. And so I did this personally myself over the course of several months, and it got less and less because the more you do it, the negative kind of goes away, and then you start saying positive affirmations, right, because you've worked through your hurt. And I know it sounds very simple and very basic, but I promise you it is a powerful, powerful tool. And a lot of people, when they look in the mirror, the first thing they do is they start saying, oh, my hair looks bad. I didn't realize I had that blemish. Don't go there. Look into your eyes and start talking to your soul about what you are holding on to. Cleansing and the healing begin. Now, that's, that's a brave thing. That's, that's a brave thing to do um, because that will take us being transparent, being honest, and, and if you don't trust anything, I guess you can, you can trust the mirror. And um, <laughs> that I, I know with, with some of us, when we begin to talk to ourselves and and talk about what's happening, it's always this fear that someone is listening or what we're sharing is going to get out to someone else that we may not trust who can, you know, be responsible for our most vulnerable feelings or, or emotions. And so that's, that's an important thing, and I think that's a brave tech, technique to use. So I'm encouraging you all to try that, and, um, and, and when you do, and if you do, yeah, with you know, with um, with me, how how it works for you. Even coming back onto the feed or tapping into the show, just sharing how the exercise um, works with you. So we got about three more minutes before we wrap up the show, and I don't want to do this without telling you all that one of the things that Laura has also said to me was that we should talk more about the life we don't have, and sometimes we have hangups about that. So, Louise, can you explain that to our audience within the next two minutes about how this exercise helps us as well? This is my favorite here. This is by far yes, my favorite. Yes, so absolutely. So, you know, we mourn the loss of the life we wanted, but we did not get didn't love you right or, you know, the molestation as a child or the neglect or whatever, right? So, every, you know, a lot of people, they will hold on to that hurt, and one of the freeing things you can do is literally mourn the loss of the life you wanted, the parents you wanted, you know, the kind of upbringing you wanted. It is important to mourn that loss because in your heart, it's what you wanted, but you didn't get it. 
And so often people just hold on to that hurt of, well, I don't understand why, you know, my dad didn't love me the right way or my mom was so mean or, you know, whatever it is or, or the job or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. But the thing is, is that people think mourning the loss is only for mourning the loss of loved ones, of people passing on. But you mourn the loss of jobs when you're fired. You mourn the loss of, of the life you wanted but you didn't have. And what that does is it allows you to look at the truth, right? The truth is this is the life that you, were, that you have and that you were given. And when you mourn the loss of the life you wanted, it opens the door for you to really just see your life, the one that you actually have, in a whole new way. Because when you mourn something, you're giving it the opportunity to to kind of move past, right? And so many of us wish we had a different life for whatever the reasons are, because of the hurt, the pain, the parents, the whatever. And it is a very powerful practice to do that. And I did that myself with my own father and mother and it it made me look at them very differently because I was able to realize and see the truth of what I actually have. Mourn the loss of the life you thought you well mourn the mourn mourn the mourn the life that you wish you had. Okay. Yes. Mourn the life you wish you had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I can see how, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about that, and I can see how um, people, even myself, things that I, I wanted or, or wish I had and how it carries and carries and have deposits of bitterness and anger and, and resentment because this is something that I wanted or I wish I had. So that's, that's some good stuff. That, that's good stuff, Louise. That's good stuff. Good Thank stuff. You. Yeah, it is. Well, it I, 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 is. I, I, I'm hoping that this information we share can, um, can, can empower people's lives. But before we do wrap up the show and say goodbye, um, Laura, is there anything you want to say to our audience before we close out the show? Yes, here's my last bit of wisdom. Forgiveness is a decision, not an emotion. Make the decision to forgive so you can open the door to the life you were meant to live. Wow. Wow. That's well said. That is well said. Well said, well said. Decision. It's a decision, not an emotion. Not an emotion. And if people want to get more information about you, you want to leave your email address or your phone number or, or some information where they can contact you before we shut down the show. Yeah, my website has everything on it. So my website is obviously www.intothelightwithlauralouise.com. All right. All right, well, thank you, Laura. We appreciate you hanging out in the cafe with us. And you guys show some love for Brandon. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. 
Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoids.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Well, 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 there we have it. Our blog show has ended.